Welcome to the podcast Mindshift Movement with me, Julia Stadler-Tianison. And for you who know me, know that I have done this before, but it was about 10 years ago. So I thought maybe it's time to pick up something that I really love doing, that I think was really inspirational during that time, but maybe a little bit ahead of its time. Do you ever feel that? Do you ever feel that you've got this wonderful, wonderful idea and yet the flow is just not there or it's just not falling into place how you have imagined it or maybe it's just not working out the way that you want it to be and then years later you realize wow maybe I was just a little bit ahead of my time (laughs) maybe it wasn't the right time at that point but maybe it's still a good idea and I think that is what today's podcast is about it is about when to act and when to wait because you know a good idea could be a just that, a very good idea. And without action, it will just stay a good idea. But sometimes a good idea with action can also happen at the wrong time, like like with me, with my internet radio in 2011 and 12. I really had this vision and this dream about this internet radio, like Hay House Radio, that was really very big back then, not so much in South Africa, but very, very big in the US and across the world. And so sometimes I feel like here in South Africa, things are maybe a bit slower, or maybe that is just my perception of things. But, you know, with COVID and, and the times we live in at the moment, we've really been forced to catch up to the rest of the world, to really, not just that we're not caught up, but us as individuals, I think, you know, we don't like changes. And so if we if we have something and we do it a certain way, it takes a big impact or something drastic for us to change the way we do things. If we just take COVID for an example, you know, we were still having meetings face to face and sometimes I feel like we waste each other's times just because we want to talk things to death and we want to strategize yet the the way to move forward is through action through actually just coming up with an action plan and then not talking about it but let every division and let every department bring their action and that's exactly what we all needed to do during the COVID stage I think I've never seen any um, sector as the insurance sector or those that work you know with um telephone lines, you know, call-in centers work so quickly to implement a system where every single person could work from home and still have a call center that was remote. I mean, if you really think about that, that is just phenomenal. It is. And if we could do that, if an IT department could do that, imagine what we could do when we don't have that much pressure, but we thrive under pressure. We as humans thrive under pressure. And so sometimes my clients ask me, you know, why is it going so bad? When is it gonna be good again? And my answer is always that, you know, we are in a constant state of fluctuations. Just like the body cannot always be in a state of go, 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 go. Neither can our mind be in a state of go, 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 go. We always have to go with, you know, we work a little, we play a little, we sleep a little. It's that thing that we like to call balance. And that's why I thought I would start my new series off with when to act and when to wait, because I think over the last 10 years, we've grown so much, not just from what's happening externally, but also our world is changing internally as well. And people are leaving us much quicker these days because, and we're growing much quicker and relationships are changing much quicker and ending and starting and, and organizations are changing and we're being forced to include everybody and to really make it work. And so 
How do you know when to actually take the action and when to say the time isn't right, I've done what I can and now I need to wait for something to come my way? And whatever your preference is, whatever you believe, whether you believe that you're the master of your own destiny, whether you believe in the universe has got something set out for you, whether you believe in synchronicity, whatever you believe in, there's still something, some things we cannot explain. You know, why were you at that particular point in your life just to meet that specific person that helped change your life? <laughs> or maybe you were just at that right moment when somebody needed you. I love the concept of synchronicity. I love looking at, wow, looking back on my life and, and just looking at, goodness, you know, if I wasn't there at that time on that day, this might have not fallen into place. I mean, that's actually how I met my wife. It was one o'clock in the morning and I'd gone out and... Um, <laughs> I never really go to this place, not that often anymore during that time. And what, what made me look right? What made me look right? What made me see somebody? I mean, really see them because we look at people all the time, every day. We look left and right every day. What makes you see that person? Energy, some sort of fate, maybe something that was meant to happen, possibly, And that's what I fairly, I believe very strongly in this. Certain things are meant to happen. And it always has a certain time frame. You could have this great idea like the internet radio. And it could be the wrong time for that specific time zone and location. So in 2011, in South Africa, people were not really listening to internet radio. And it was only three or four years later, in 2015, that Gareth Cliff was kicked off the radio station who was on that year, what was that, 5FM, let's say, and he started Cliff Central. And he was one of the pioneers that actually, you know, really opened the doors into that area. You might ask yourself, you know, why could somebody like Gareth Cliff um, pull it off and not me? Well, He obviously had the right connections at that stage, which was very important. And he had a vision and he knew the right people and it was the right time for him at that stage. And maybe at that stage I needed to learn patience. I needed to learn that things don't just fall into place with the snap of a finger. And you know, with every attempt of doing something, we learn, we learn, we grow. And you know, there's a huge difference between how you are in, in one space and time and a decade later, because we always have those learning lessons. We always grow, we always expand ourselves, or we hope to. And even if we don't try, life, life happens and pushes us into those roles and into those spaces that are uncomfortable. And I listened to a, another podcast just a while back and her opening sentence was, we need to start feeling comfortable. Or we need to start becoming comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I was like, oh my goodness gracious me. I don't like to be uncomfortable. I don't know about you, but you know, I, I want things to be good, <laughs> easy. I want things to be happy. But like our moods, we can't always be happy. 
Um, we are sometimes going to feel tired. We're sometimes going to feel sad. We're sometimes going to feel angry. And anger is incredibly important to our growth. And uh, sometimes we're going to feel, you know, tired and like we just want to exclude ourselves from the world. And like any kind of flow, just like the oceans have high tide and low tide, so do we. So in this podcast of when to act and when to wait, I think the first thing that I always look at as I've grown older and um, I feel that the last seven years have really, really pushed me and have given me lessons that I really had to shake and wake myself up and say, whoa, let's just have a good look at these patterns, okay? And um, the first thing I always look at is in which energy flow am I in? Now, there's a few ways that you can look at an energy flow. You could um, feel it in your body, like I know that Mondays isn't really or used to be not really a great energy flow for me. Or you could look at timing. So it, it could be days, it could be times. Okay. So let's say Mondays is not a good day. So I would schedule maybe more face-to-face -face meetings or Vimeo calls or, um, you know, any kind of interaction with people that included meetings. I would rather schedule from Tuesday onwards. And maybe I don't speak to anybody after 3 p.m. because that's when I get really tired. And this is a true story. I mean, I, I really cannot be dealing with anything too intense after 3 because I do believe that we have biorhythms. And so if we know when our best times are, we will also know when we are the most productive, when we get the most done and when we're going to treat people the best. <laughs> and this is something we need to look at. I mean, just look at when you are irritable, when do you feel that you're going to not respond in a way that is going to be conducive to a team and just get to know yourself a little bit better. If you know that you're irritable after a certain time or on a certain day, um, then don't fall for then booking anything during those times. And that's called biorhythms. So energy flow, if you know that on a Monday you're really tired, I wouldn't try and accomplish the entire to-do list on a Monday, but that you rather give yourself then two to three days. That is how one reaches success, by getting to know when your strongest times and days are. Another way to look at energy flows is also in what year energy flow you are, and there I mean systems like the human pin code or numerology. Uh, some astrologers also look at certain flows and when the right times are to do things. And if you like systems like that, it's always good to, to really consult somebody to help you with whether this is a, an energy flow of action or an energy flow of, um, you know, rest. But I feel that we can definitely decipher this for ourselves. I'm sure that you have felt that in some years you're more tired than in others or you've had a really, really strong two weeks. Obviously, the flow is going to be that maybe the week thereafter you might be a little bit low. Even in the female body, we need to look at when is our high energy and when are we going to feel a little bit irritable and like we're going to chop somebody's head off. <laughs> and to honor our bodies when we are in that low energy. So when to restructure, when to act, okay? So we're in the point of when to act. We act in an action flow. 
day or time. So if you know that April, if you can go back on your life and you know that maybe around your birthday, there's always massive changes, or you know that your January is always incredibly good when it comes to money, or you know that your wife maybe goes into depression every single winter and there's nothing you can do about it, you look at the energy flow. Which energy flow are we in? We're in April. It's going to be a, a, a month that is usually packed with action and stuff happening and the kids are at school or whatever. You have a look at the past. The past is always a fantastic indicator of when to take action and when not to take action. We can also look at the calendar and say, okay, well, December is obviously going to be a very you know, slow month. So maybe that could be up until the 20th could be an action time. And then after that, until 10 January, we could really take it slow. So you can work out some sort of calendar for yourself for energy flow. So we want to restructure in the times when we have high energy flow, when we are in an, a state of action, when we are in a state of feeling good and confident to, of our, like because of ourselves. And that's when we want to put things into place. This is when we network. This is when we update the websites. This is when we pack up stuff we don't need in the house, this, you know, to make room, making room makes space for new things, letting go of old things makes space for new things. And that is what restructuring is, although we don't like change, although we don't want to really have things different, although we don't want to be uncomfortable, we want to stay in our comfort zone. Is that comfort zone still comfortable or is it making you sick? Is it making you eat too much? And is it making you watch too much TV? Have a look at your addictions and then ask yourself, are you truly comfortable or are you just trying to make it through each day? So when do we know when to move? Well, and to, and to take changes, to make changes. Basically, we look at signs. Well, I do. I look for signs. Okay. I look for signs that is this the right time to move or not? And this is not a guessing game. There are two ways that you could look for, uh, for signs, two ways. I like to call this my flow versus blockage model and my full body. Yes. So let's look at flow versus blockage. And I talk about this quite extensively also when I consult people in teams or individuals. And I also talk about this. I talked about this in one of my videos before. Let's say you want to make a change. Let's say you want to do something and you want to put something in place, but you're not sure whether this is the right time. The best thing to do is to, to try it out, to put it out there, see if you get any response. Back then in 2011, when I started the internet radio, I had quite a few listeners. There was quite a good response, but I think I was young and I was impatient and there was a lot of output versus the input. And then we talk about energy again. How much are you putting in and is it worth what you're getting out? Okay. I always have this question of when I know if I'm going to say yes to something. Uh, <laughs> my saying is, is the hangover worth the party? If you're going to go out with these people and you're going to be down and out for two days, are you still going to feel good about it? Is the party, do you know that these people are going to fuel you enough that you're going to have enough fun in order to suffer for two days? Well, you do at my age. <laughs> Is the hangover worth a party? And that is exactly it. Back then, the input, it wasn't as easy as it is now. I needed to pay subscriptions that were close to a thousand rand. I needed to set up, because I had multiple podcast hosts, multiple stations and monitor them. 
I wasn't getting paid for any of it, yes, but not everything is about money. I wanted to do it because I wanted to prove something. I wanted to show that it is possible and that I could do it. And I did. And we kept that internet radio station going for a year, from September 2011 to September 2012. And then I said to everyone, like, I cannot sustain this type of input anymore. There is not enough output. And there were people that were quite disappointed because there were people listening. But I think it was ahead of its time because just three years later, then Gareth Cliff started Cliff Central and it seemed to, you know, go a certain direction. And even after COVID, how many people are listening now to audiobooks? How many people are listening to podcasts? I can't even imagine my walk every day or every second day on the treadmill or outside or when I just want to relax. I can't even imagine my life without a podcast, without listening to somebody else's life, somebody else's input. And I'm not sure just talking about self-development. I'm talking about people are interesting. Those that give you energy, those that don't complain, those that do things about it. So do you have an idea? What's the first thing you need to do is take the action, restructure, make that change and throw it out there and see what the response is because flow is very easy and incredibly scary flow. When something is in flow, it means that it falls into place easier. There's not really that many blockages. It happens quite quickly. Usually it is accompanied by a lot of fear <laughs> because it's happening so quickly, okay? And um, usually it's, it's, yeah, it's a huge risk that you take. So let's say you and your partner have been talking about moving to Cape Town and you're just casually sending out your CV, and all of a sudden the next day, somebody phones you and says, we're very interested, can we have a meeting this afternoon? And then that afternoon they're like, yes, we definitely want you to come on board. You need to move to Cape Town within the next week because we actually need you to start within the next 10 days. And you're like, holy shit, we have just talked about this. There's nothing is in place. We don't even know about schools for the children. We don't even know where we're going to live. And it's usually those fast action changes that push us into a space of complete surrender, of just allowing yourself to, to acknowledge and to trust that this flow, this fast action, this movement is the right thing. And sometimes it does come with a lot of adjustment. I've known people that immigrate and they are just not happy. But that is something completely different. That is what we call expectation disappointment then. So I'm just talking about flow. So let's use the same analogy and we say that you and your wife or you and your husband are talking about moving to Cape Town and you casually updated your CV and sent it out and you hear nothing back. And then you, a month later, you're getting a little bit irritated and you start speaking to people and you send out and it's just that there's either the salaries aren't right or you don't get, um, you know, the, not the right people contact you and the connection isn't there and also you guys don't find a house that is suitable online for the right price and it feels like nothing wants to fall into place. There is no houses, there is no jobs and, and you just feel stuck. And your dream of moving to Cape Town is just six months down the line, you, you know where, you're still there. And that is what we call a blockage. So how do we move on from this? Well, a blockage is truly just a sign of not the right time or not the right opportunity or not the right um, 
you know, not the right idea. So where to now? Well, you've got to imagine yourself being in a maze. And when you're in a maze and you're going straight, then things are happy. But when you reach a dead end and you can't go straight anymore, and you're like, but I want to go straight. That was my plan of action. That's what we wanted to do. This is what we've envisioned. I don't understand why we can't go straight. Now there's this wall in, in the middle here of my movement. And you look left and right and you're like, this is not what I prepared for. This is not what I signed up for. This is not what I want. I'm not happy. I don't understand why I can't get what I want. And in that disappointment of inflexibility, of not having the chance to move forward the way that you had envisioned, sometimes we get sidetracked by that there's still a left and a right option. Not the right direction, not the right opportunity, not the right timing. That is what a blockage is. Okay, so we look at then what is left and right option and we see whether the flow, flow falls in place then. What I mean by that is, is maybe you feel that you need to take another year and study something and all of a sudden a year later you guys are flow and you move to Cape Town. Or maybe it is that um, your husband two months after you try to move to Cape Town gets a job offer in England and you guys easily, you know, move overseas. Synchronicity and also sometimes knowing when to wait, when to stand back, when to acknowledge the blockage of this is obviously not what is intended right now. Let me just take a step back and just wait. This will allow you not to get angry. You might feel sad that the timing isn't right, but it will give you a sense of freedom knowing that I'm being protected by making the wrong mistake right now. So I always say, look for the flow. And if there's blockage, be flexible enough to look left and right to see what other options there are or be comfortable or uncomfortable enough to sit in the wait and know that the puzzle pieces will come or fall into your lap. The other way that I look for signs to know when to act and when to wait, I often do this, I'm an action person. I cannot just sit still and wait for better days. <laughs> I'm somebody that needs to put things into action, like I will, I will see that something isn't working and I need to fix it. I think I'm a fixer. I mean, my mother will even tell me that something's wrong. I will literally get up and I will try and fix it. That is what I do. And that's a topic for another time because my obsessive nature also needs to learn to just let other people deal with their stuff sometimes. So another way that I, because I don't like the waiting game, I don't like waiting, I don't like feeling out of control, and I think a lot of us are in those spaces quite often. Another way that I look for the signs is to really scan my body and see whether I get a yes, a full body yes. Now a full body yes, if we imagine the body, there is the mind or the brain, then the heart, okay, the three centers and the gut, so if we have the guts, the heart, and the mind, those three centers are three very, very powerful and unique centers of information, okay? And maybe your mind is saying, yes, let's go for this. We need to network. We need to make money. You need to pay this money. It's going to be the right move to make. Where the heart is like, mm, I don't know. This is a lot of money I need to spend just to meet people. And the gut is like, absolutely not. This event is going to be a tank. There's going to be nothing there. And what's, and you're not going to get out of it what you want. So we have a yes, 
a maybe and a no. The mind says, yes, let's do this. The heart is like, mm, I'm not too sure. And the gut is like, no, absolutely not. The gut is usually the most powerful. The gut and the heart is where the intuition lies. So a full body yes is a yes, yes, yes. I'm not saying that you won't have doubts in the mind. But the mind isn't supposed to be running the whole show. You're supposed to be able to go into the gut and into the heart, feel your way through this, even if you are overcome with fear. The mind will often give you a yes or a no out of fear. So it's very important that the two yeses come from the bottom half, yes heart and yes gut. And so even if the mind says no or yes, I feel it's important to shift down into the other levels to really feel your way through this. We're in a phase like this right now, I feel a lot of us, because we in, as individuals are going through stuff that I'm hearing more and more of on a daily basis, which means that we are globally all feeling in a state of either um, influx, like we're just floating, we're not going anywhere. Life is moving and there's stuff happening all around us, but it feels like something else is coming or it feels like we are stuck somehow. And whether that means that you're stuck in a relationship, whether that means that you're stuck at work, whether that means you feel stuck because your children are just running havoc, running wild, it doesn't matter where you feel stuck. Creatively, maybe nothing's wrong at your work and nothing's wrong at the home, but you just feel lost. I feel that it's important to know what do you want to act on? How can you change it? Or do you just have to wait and be comfortable with being uncomfortable? And this is where you look at blockage and flow and testing those two units and looking at what does your body say? I think the most irritating, irritating message for me personally is wait. Julia, you have to wait. <laughs> and that is like a wait across the centers. That doesn't mean I stop. I'm always active. I'm always busy. I'm always meditating. I'm always thinking. Just in case there is that act. Now's the time to act. And I think that is something that a lot of us still need to master. When to act and when to wait. But if you trust in yourself enough and you know yourself enough, you will automatically be in sync with your body. And when we're not in sync, we get sick. We get sick or we get done in or things start falling drastically apart. But even when things drastically fall apart, it's another adventure. It's another way for us to look for the flow, to restructure and to move, to make movement because things only fall apart because we have been stuck for too long. I think this is a good point to leave this podcast for today as our very first step into this new and wonderful world of finding ourselves, of discussing these topics that maybe we even have conversations about in our inner circle. It's important for us to listen to each other to know that we're not isolated in a certain area or event. I love listening to overseas podcasts because just because you're American or you're Australian or you're English or you're South African, it doesn't matter. Or you come from Ghana. It doesn't matter. We are all having a human experience that is very similar. We might be at different phases, but I'm sure that even though we may not always understand each other, there is still a togetherness. And so this podcast series, and who knows how long I'm going to carry it on for, and it doesn't even matter this time, because I feel I just want to broadcast information. 
is going to be about sharing information easily. I'm going to have various hosts on that we're going to discuss various topics. And this is going to be about talking to people that have really excelled in their field, um, who've, you know, improved themselves mentally, spiritually, and physically. Those that don't have it all figured out yet, but are halfway there maybe. Maybe I'm even going to talk to people that have lost everything and have rebuilt themselves. I want to speak to people that are real. I want to speak to people that are open. And I want to bring this information to my people at the moment. So thank you for joining me today. And thank you for listening. And if you want to get in touch with me, there's a lot of information via my website, juliatiennison.co.za. But I'm also a content creator, a presenter, and a voiceover artist. All information are on my social media platforms. Please go and friend request me or like me or connect with me. And let's see where we can take this. Let's see what this time around brings. Because every new cycle brings an opportunity to grow as well as to excel in something new. It was lovely, lovely connecting with you today. And you must have a wonderful, wonderful week.